Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by another one of the Bradley boys huh? from What Culture. Oh. Michael Havlet to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Do <laughs> <laughs> daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review SmackDown but also Monarrow. Uh, the show formerly known as NXT 2. Oh, AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week, complete with a bloody good quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlet to look ahead to SmackDown tonight. And in WWE's own words, potentially the beginning of the end for Roman Reigns. This is, of course, all the fallout from New Year's Revolution. All the fallout from New Year's Revolution and Adam Wilborn, I'm excited because it's Friday, yeah! yeah. And Saturday, yeah. Sunday, what? It's not, is it? No. It's uh, Thursday. For anybody, um, the eagle-eared listeners amongst <laughs> the, uh, the loyal SmackDown preview crew, uh, with Brian leading the charge, but uh, with others that we sort of... That I don't know, stick around for the occasional bit of SmackDown crack on this <laughs> podcast. They'll normally note that uh, Friday feeling that we've got in our spirit, in our heart, in our bones, not just for the weekend, but indeed for Dablu Brand. Mm-hmm. The morning after the review we've talked about, this is being pre-recorded on a Thursday. We've elected to find time on a busy Thursday to do this together today to try and keep the vibe of SmackDown live because I've got to work from home on shoot Friday. Ugh. And... As much as I have some nice memories of recording those at home, mainly because what I would do is I would put my order in from my local chippy. Yes. Uh, just before we hit record, and then it would arrive just as we were finishing the preview. Very much the origin story of me and you dicking around in the SmackDown preview, <laughs> if anything. Uh, we realised that it's too fun a show not to mm-hmm. sit together in person for the Skype Zoom, the whatever we use, always like creates that little bit of physical and emotional distance on a show that, well, when I say a show that we're both passionate about, I can never decide if I mean SmackDown or the preview itself. Yeah. Um, both excellent, often because of the, the great givings of the SmackDown general manager, can't remember his name. No. Uh, and indeed the SmackDown catchphrase, stay tuned. Mm-hmm. But I, this has made me feel on this Thursday, on this grey and cold January Thursday, that it is indeed a balmy and warm summer Friday. Yeah. This has given me that Friday feeling. We are recording this, like time travel, like Hulk Hogan working working 400 dates in the 80s. We're recording (laughs) this about SmackDown before we've sat down to review Dynamite. It's weird, isn't it? Like, not all heroes wear capes. (laughs) I don't like that word getting thrown around, but us finding time early on a Thursday morning to talk about SmackDown late on a Friday. 
for the love of the goddamn brand. Yeah. Just, uh, just want that out there. I also know... Not all heroes wear capes, but something tells me that Brian might be able to Photoshop us in them. Should hypothetically you be listening and thinking, <laughs> what are these bastards going to have me doing this week? Don't Henge last week was one of my very favourite. That was awesome. Like, um, also... Got some Dr. Fed stuff out there as well. <laughs> Keeping Paul Brian busy. Lab coat and Bret Hart glasses. That was good. I just know that now we've chosen to do this, mm-hmm. they can like announce The Rock's wrestling on SmackDown or something. Oh, yeah, like something explosive. Like we provide, we are providing public service after all because something huge is going to happen on Thursday afternoon going into Friday oh. morning. Yeah, that renders all of this. Redundant. Just in case, I might release it at like one minute past midnight on Friday morning. <laughs> we could do, we could do like um, so. Say this goes like we know that this is in the can, in yeah. the can, and then there is something ma- like huge. Like, earth-destroying wrestling breaking news on a Thursday night. Roman Reigns slips and falls at home, twists ankle, maybe out for WrestleMania. Oh, God. Uh, what we'll do then is we'll record a Skype one anyway, and it can be like SmackDown Preview 1, SmackDown Preview 2. It's like a, a good WrestleMania. Like, <laughs> the SmackDown Preview podcast, so good. It, like, too big for one podcast. <laughs> that, what you're saying that would make is, quite a good hashtag SmackDown catchphrase if we didn't have one already. Indeed. And what you're, what you're saying is if we, uh, even though we've recorded this one on Thursday... Yep. Tomorrow, this might now preview. We're gonna do it anyway. We're gonna do it anyway. We're gonna do it anyway. Forget how long that button is, don't you? I also liked someone sharing a thing the other day on Twitter saying, 25 years since The Sopranos started, or mm. something like that. Yes. There's a picture of Barry from EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> Big Barry. Um, but yeah, obviously... Uh, uh, can't tell if it's galaxy brain or just complete dumbassery. I, I sort of explained this on the SmackDown review at the start of the week mm-hmm. that I think it's a very clever strategy from the wise man of, well, they all want to beat Roman so much that one-on-one, yeah, maybe he, you know, accidentally loses to, to Randy Orton or the bloodline get banned from ringside or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But Orton, Styles and Knight all want to beat him so much they won't let the other one win. So Roman's going to escape the Royal Rumble uh, with the world title heading on to WrestleMania and things crossed Cody Rhodes. I want to get your thoughts on how this is followed up tonight mm. and also people saying, maybe you do Randy takes the title off Roman at the Rumble, then you do Randy versus Cody, so we can finish the story at WrestleMania, and then Rock's free to, uh, Roman's free to work with The Rock. Yeah, should we talk a little bit about the reality of this booking before we talk about that deranged fantasy? <laughs> um, so the story was, wasn't it, that like, uh, apparently, WWE believed they had something in Randy and Roman worth preserving. The one-on-one, yeah. And I get that from how hot Randy is, but my argument is at some point, like I, maybe I'm a cynic, but at some point I feel like the raging inferno that is the heat behind Randy Orton's return will eventually be extinguished. Yes. And we might lose that Orton-Roman singles match. I was on a chat with Murray about this earlier in the week. He revealed to me that the last... Singles match they yeah. had, I believe, was 2014, which would have been... Oh, 15. 2015, so like yeah. only a year on from when they had that singles program. And otherwise, that singles match has been preserved when so little has over the last sort of decade. Um, so maybe they're right. Maybe Orton Roman is there for another day, and it'll be valuable that they've kept it around. I'm not so sure I agree. I love Randy Orton right now. I love big jacked Randy and the, heat <laughs> and the white hot crowds and the reactions that he's generating. I don't know how long that lasts for. So just... Aye, my thoughts on that were... It's probably not as hot a hand as they think it is, but I do get why they've done it. And I was always in favour of their thought. I remember when, like, it seemed like Orton Roman was a certainty. I was kind of one of the first guys to say I thought that the Ellie Knight AJ element of this 
just made it easier to do a four-way. Like, I don't know if LA Knight and AJ Styles is a WrestleMania match, but I think putting both of them in this main event sort of preserves where they both exactly. are. Like, AJ's another guy, frigging wide as he is tall at the moment. I like looking <laughs> at that as well. But yeah, I've seen this too. This Cody Rhodes finishes the story by reading Randy Orton. Look, I love it if... I love for you, the wrestling fan, if you are somebody that believes Cody's story involves beating Randy because you've got legacy um, lore mm. deep within your heart. I'd, I'd, I'm happy for you because somebody should have something in their heart for legacy. Like, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise what are we all sitting through it for? Uh, no, it's not, it's not it. It's just no. not it. I, like, on... I think Cody, uh, Randy, when Cody's champion, could be great. It's, it will be great. Cody versus so many guys when he's champion will be great. Like, this is why... This is why Cody has to win. This is why Cody has to beat Roman Reigns. This is why it has to happen in the main event. This is why all these very rigid and unflinching terms I keep laying out for what this match has to be for it all to be real um, matter as much as they do. It's because, yes, Cody versus Randy down the line will be great. Yes, Cody versus Gunther in Berlin could be magic. Yes, Cody versus and on and on and on it goes. But so little of it will be its purest form unless you deliver the first bit. Yes. And I don't, I, I don't want this to become like one of those weird things I have to nail myself to between now and WrestleMania. But when we were on WrestleCulture, and I was kind of laying it out, and I was like, it sort of does have to be the main event of night two. It sort of does have to be Roman Cody. It sort of does have to be for the belt. You can take every other booking possibility and scenario that's been thrown up by the return of CM Punk or the return of The Rock or the likes of a Randy Orton that some people might want to fan cast in. Anyone you want, you can put all those in. But me and you have basically had tantamount to shoot fights in the studio over the booking of WrestleMania 39. Mm -hmm. I sense that we won't have those same fights about WrestleMania 40 if WWE don't deliver the Cody mm. Roman happy ending. I think even and they've sold I the tickets. Is the other thing they've sold the tickets? It's not like bloody hell, WrestleMania struggling. We need to get the Rock on the card. How it used to be. We need yeah. we need some stars back. Yeah, yeah. I, no one, so no one's buying it. Going oh bloody hell, they're just rerunning. Roman versus Cody. It's weird, isn't it? Like, the the Rock... So when the, when the Rock... We're getting away from SmackDown here, but when The Rock came back for the John Cena story and they played with... Like, using the John Cena character, they played with this idea that fundamentally fans didn't really care about, but they played with this idea that John Cena was the voice of the fans pissed off that The Rock had left for Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And then The Rock would appear and the fans were just glad to have him. Mm. And it didn't... Didn't really scan. Like, it was a passing of the torch of sorts, but Cena had had the torch for years. Mm. You know, it wasn't really the rocks to pass over anymore. So like, like the Rock Hogan when it was like, wrestling's past, wrestling's future. And I was like, future? He's been here for a bat. Yeah, he took last summer off to do the Scorpion King. <laughs> like, it was sort of, so it was kind of a torch passing, but not really. But I get the idea of the Rock wanting to, like, sort of anoint John Cena if he wasn't there already. But nobody really bought that element of it because The Rock would come out and he would just get his massive pops. And it was like, who cares that he left? And what? like, whatever, it's a different... And like, look how successful he became. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to fall on your back less for a living? And then sure enough, Cena does. And it's like, yeah, I was wrong about all that. This time around, like, nobody... I don't think anyone out loud can really say... Like, I don't, I don't think Cody can say this if there's promos that allow him to. Nobody out loud can say, Rock, you're just coming back to take something from, from everybody when you've left us for Hollywood. Because now it would scan as true. Yeah. Now he would stand The Rock getting booed. The Rock is so much closer to what people hate about Brock Lesnar now. Mm. He's not this guy that you're so pleased to have back around because, oh, look, WWE's appalling. Like, 
I have nobody I can get behind. Uh, I've got CM Punk who I quite like, and he's allowed to say Dwayne, and he's allowed to sit on the ramp and do this. And John Cena, for better or worse, is a, is a proper top guy. But there's nothing for me to sink my teeth into. Thank Christ the Rock is back for me to get excited about mm-hmm. this WrestleMania back in 2011. It, that's not now, is no, it? No, no, no. Now it's like how people felt about Brock Lesnar winning the Rumble in 2022 or how people felt about any time that... Uh, beating Kofi in however long it was at SmackDown or the day one title change against Biggie. All those times when Vince just pressed his big Brock button. Yes. That's the Rock because the product is so in lockstep with the fans' emotions. If you had four nights of WrestleMania, and first of all... Oh, my God. <laughs> if that happened... That would and be... You didn't Punk, ha- Punk manifested that on that Dynamite, didn't he? <laughs> Night four of a buy one, get one free special, whatever it was. Can you imagine? If that happened, and you hadn't had The Rock showing up on day one... Yeah. And you and I had sat here going, well, four nights of WrestleMania, four main events, Pat and Flirt, what are you booking? Mm. You wouldn't have said The Rock. We'd have gone... Right, well, Punk, Punk, Seth's won. Yeah. Cody Roman, obviously. Rhea and Becky. Rhea and Becky. Brock Gunther. Yeah. Put the IC title in the main. Oh, like, there's loads. There's big matches out the air yeah. this year, yeah. Um, yeah it's the, I think the WrestleMania card is so exciting to think about now, but I guarantee you, it could be me, it could be you, it could be people on X listening to this podcast right now. There will be complaints about elements of this WrestleMania card because of this, like we're saying, selection headache a lot. Because of the options that are currently available, if you take the rock out entirely, let's pretend Brock Lesnar isn't involved in the slightest, and you just look at this existing roster, I would say all the big names have a minimum of two people you would like to see them face. Mm -hmm. And that creates this situation where there's going to be this cool-ass card that will have had loads of work and thought put into it and still be valid complaints about, oh, but I wanted that one. Mm. I think like Becky Lynch is the most interesting figure at this point. Naomi's coming back at the Rumble, and me and Andy were stressing on the news about, all right, what did she actually do at Mania, though? Yeah, like, you got to... That's what happened, obviously. You've got to add value to Naomi. You've got to, like, we everybody knows she's married to Jimmy Uso in real life, so does she become part of the... Is she there to say, Jimmy, mate, what the frig are you doing? You've picked this <laughs> dickhead over your brother. Like, and like, how does all that factor in? Or is she just brought back as a straight-up wrestler that has been away and is a bigger star than ever? And by the way, let's not forget the kind of pop a surprise Naomi appearance gets some yeah. more rumbles. Like, there are so many stars to play with. There are so many over-acts. There are so many over-wrestlers. I'm sat here once a friggin' week saying, uh, I think the Awesome Truth should probably get a tag team title match. <laughs> like, every, like, all, like, all bollocks aside... Like, everything's cooking, everything's, like, firing, like, WWE's, like, Triple H's work is really starting to, like, bear fruit at all the right times, exactly as it should. You should book to this time of year, you should start. That's what you said to judge him on last year, of course. And, 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 like, look how good WrestleMania 39 was. You know, look at what a step up 23's Royal Rumble was from 22's just ugly Vince McMahon's. I'll kill my one last thing that people love before I finally resign in disgrace. (laughs) Like... Like, everything is improved by orders of magnitude, and this bit should be where you see the long-standing benefits of that this time of year, if you've timed it all out. And and they have. And The Rock and CM Punk and other disruptors should make it part of the fun, and, mm-hmm. they, and they do. Like, But I just think the narrative of where The Rock fits into all of this could shift quite dramatically unless they handle it with care. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't like, I keep... This is not SmackDown related, I'm sorry. I keep sort of seeing the Rock-Roman conversation for uh, Elimination Chamber being brushed off as, mm. like, a very American-headed thing, but, like, Australia, four in the morning. Da, da, da. I was like, I get that, I do. But also, 
what like fifty thousand fans in Aus- in an Australian stadium yeah. in like the like a kind of like a generational event for them. It's not Boise, Idaho live event, is no. it? Do you know what, like not to shout out the people of Boise, Idaho, yeah. cracking potatoes, but like it's it's not Sidgwick's Little Rock, Arkansas. It's mm. not it's not even Punk working MSG against Dirty Dom, is it? It's massive. It's absolutely huge. Doesn't it's, rock doesn't have to be at WrestleMania. It's just you can't do Rock Roman necessarily. I don't know. And are we not in a current era of? And again, let's put over the game for a second. I'm not doing that enough these days. Is this not going to be the second year in a row where potentially we are staring down the barrel of an Elimination Chamber main event where people want Roman Reigns to lose the title? Mm-hmm. Like last year, it was Sammy's big night. Who's to say this year it can't be the Rocks? You know, and still falling short to again free the path for Cody Rhodes to do. Like this thing that the company finish the story is not organic. No, he said it with a long term plan in mind, and then a lot of things changed internally in the company. But the long term plan was still able to be seen through. This wasn't an accident. They said finish the story. They keep saying finish the story. It's not like, and I get this by the way, but we are out of the WWE versus its fan base era, and that was what hurt so much about WrestleMania 39 and the Raw after WrestleMania. Because for, for about 48 hours, I was kind of just throwing my hands up and being like, oh, well, good eight months. Yeah, we had oh, fun nice. while it lasted. That was a nice holiday. Like, But this is not the combative era. They want to prove, like, the, the, Triple H, through the product, wants to prove to us, the consumer, the viewer, that, yes, we no longer contribute to the bottom line financially in the way we used to, <laughs> but we absolutely have a place yeah. in securing it. But, yeah, they're advertising it like the beginning and the end for Roman. Four-way, obviously, you know, Styles could pin Knight and take all the titles off him. Uh, they've got three SmackDowns, obviously, before the Royal Rumble. Mm. On senses, Roman's not going to be on all of them. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Um, I would really like tonight because, they, you know, they've, they, you, you could have the Rumble tomorrow and mm-hmm. you don't need anything more to sell this match, right? I want them to have a bit of fun with it tonight. Um, I want them to... Because you've established, I don't need you to show a match where Orton pins Styles and go. What well, if that happens on the Saturday, or or and then I mean, the, will. Week, the week after, yeah, night to pin yeah. Orton and wait. Well, now they've all pinned or submitted or done, you know, whatever. It is. I want them to do. Remember that bit where Vince was like, "I don't want you in this match. It's a bad investment for me." And they all come down. Hell in a cell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh-huh. all come down, hit a finisher on him. Yeah. That, but with Jimmy Uso. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the, the bloodline come out. Sans probably Roman, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, Paul Heyman says what I've said. They all can't let the other one win, and that's going to be their downfall. We're still going to see Roman smash all three of them. He's going to smash, as you booked, smash and stack all three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to roll on, probably pass the Elimination Chamber, probably no match there, if anything. If anything. Uh, and then go to WrestleMania and, and beat whoever it may be, maybe for a second time, whatever, however you want to lay that out, right? And then they leave because, um, you know, Bianca Bailey's probably main event in this show. They leave and uh, Jimmy goes, actually, I've got one more thing I want to say. You go and wait in the car. <laughs> and he's like, no yeet. And then like <laughs> LA Knight's music is blood force drawn. Oh, bloody hell, turns around, phenomenal forearm. RKO, thanks very much. Here's one for you. Are you 
could they do a bit of both here? Could they do your galaxy brain thing of Paul Heyman thinking, well, I've, this is the real quiz. You're all going to turn in on each other and that's, and that this is an even easier night for Roman than having to fight one guy. We've won again with a bloodline. Uh, and then that be proven true this week where, Rome, as you say, Roman's not there. And like, you have all of them, like AJ with a phenomenal forearm, but certainly the Stars Clash, the BF team, the RKO, they've all got these like knockout moves that can put the guy down. It's like, I'm gunning for Roman. All three of them have said, we're gunning for Roman Reigns. But if you get in my way, I'll take you out as well. And that becomes a thing, doesn't it? None of them has, like I know AJ is a tweener, but none of them as baby faces and AJ is a tweener are saying, we want to pin the other one in order to dodge pinning Roman. They mm. want Roman Reigns' ass. And sorry, if you get in my way, I'll take you out. That's the narrative. They could like, set up a six, man. I don't know who the third person well, on the bloodline well, no, team what, would be. What I was going to say was, so that becomes, that's sort of conversation this week. And Paul Heyman's rubbing his hands together with glee, thinking they can't do this. Yes. Like, they think they're focused. Da, da, da. What has been a sort of defining feature of the SmackDown general manager's tenure on SmackDown so far, I can't remember his name, stay tuned, is that he has kind of not taken any BS from Paul Heyman or Roman Reigns. Mm. He's seen the bloodline stranglehold and what it's done to the company and the belt and the show that he now presides over. What if when, like, let's say this week on SmackDown, the three of them get into a big old scrap and Paul Heyman is vindicated and, like, you see him on his phone mm -hmm. and he's, like, sort of, well, good, Tribal Chief, you know, like you, why don't you take the next couple of weeks off? I'll just see you at the Rumble. Like, this is all in hand, but this is all good. And then Nick this in an effort to make the point yet again, uh... Paul, I think you misunderstood me. Roman Reigns has three challengers, but he's used all of this help, all of this time, to get out of jail and retain that title. He's not a fighting champion, but he's going to have to be one at the Royal Rumble. It's a fatal four-way, but the only person that can get pinned to lose the title is Roman Reigns. <gasps> Those three can knock the ten bells out of each other, but it's only to dispatch their opponents in wow. order to pin Roman Reigns. And then all of a sudden... The pressure is on Roman in a way that Paul Heyman can think, oh, we've won again. We've got, we've got what we want at the Rumble. And then Roman is doing that. Why is man? He's seen shit. Mm. Like, <laughs> can you get things under control with the SmackDown general manager? He was like, I'm, I'm trying, but I can't. He's actually got us licked this time. And that, like, Roman wins anyway at the Rumble. But the idea is the only motivation for Styles, Ellie Knight, and Orton to take each other out is to get them out the way so they can pin Roman Reigns. And that becomes like a... It becomes like the second element of this fatal four-way because I like Randy, Arco, and AJ and scrambling for a cover is all well and good, but are we are we cheering that? Mm. Are we really cheering? Oh, Orton's pinning AJ. Take that, Roman Reigns on the floor. It's a bit. Yeah, know? I can see where you're coming from with that. I'm just looking there on on WrestleTix. Just the forty-one thousand tickets sold for Elimination Chamber. This so is what far. I'm on about, right? Like they'll get a probably a, they'll get Pop to Stadium, more like Pop to Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> they'll get that to forty-five if the capacity allows. How many tickets are left? Uh, yeah, four thousand one hundred tickets each. Yeah. Uh, so I've yeah, I've been a bit what, WWE oh with my, my fifth. Yeah. What if? Because obviously with the Fatal Four Way as well, Heyman can sort of show his hand a little bit tonight and say. Uh, it's a fatal four-way match, and you know what that means. Yeah, yeah. Yes, granted, mm. no champion's advantage if you don't do that booking, which I do like that of yours. Yeah, no champion's advantage, but also no DQ. So yeah, solo, Jimmy, keep your keep your night free. Mm -hmm. We'll just we'll just be there, just as an insurance policy at ringside, because you know, Randy Orton, you like to talk about the fact you're the apex predator. Well, you're not. 
you know, in the, in the in the grand sea of WWE, you are mere minnows to the great white shark that is Roman Reigns. And SmackDown GM, I can't remember what his name is. Yeah. I'm sure it'll come to me. SmackDown catchphrase coming later. Says, funny you say that, Paul. And a giant shark cage is lowered. Oh, my God. Paul Heyman in a shark cage. All three of them. Solo and Jimmy as well. The bloodline shark cage hanging above the ring of Fatal 4 where there's... Can have it yeah. branded up in their colours, obviously. And Roman still has to get it done and does. Yeah, I'm into it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. We've got all this stuff on this show, I should probably mention. Don't need it, but fine. Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's talk about a match I assume is going to be the main event of SmackDown tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, depending on how it goes, could be a, a massive moment mm-hmm. because we're all sat here thinking, oh, maybe when Bailey doesn't win the Rumble is when Damage Control turn on her. What if it's tonight? What if after Bianca beats Bailey? Because they're both in the Rumble regardless. It's not like a qualifier or anything. Yeah, yeah. Damage Control go, she's not going to get it done. So we'll probably just kick her out of the group now. Is there any danger of that happening tonight? I don't know. I like. I can't. I was thinking about this match after they announced it last week, and I, I still can't. I think. I think you're right. I think Bianca gets the win. It's weird, right? Bailey's in a, a nice spot here, where we talked about this before. Most recently, I remember with Drew McIntyre, where there's never a better time to beat a wrestler when they're on the cusp of a turn. Hell yeah! Because as long as you manage those defeats, and you know WWE is like in the last eighteen months to two years is brought back more wins and losses. Like, absolutely copying AEW's homework. Like, yeah. AEW brought, like, restored the faith in that for a reason because it was like, yeah, like, wrestlers can rebound from losses. They can build things from, like, defeats. It doesn't have to be them weak. It's the, oh, no, what do I do with this setback? That becomes a storyline driver. And for so long, WWE, like, eliminated that storyline driver. A narrative device that they willingly and willfully got rid of has is sort of back now. So Bailey losing... And losing and losing and losing while already a status in damage control feels shaky at best is is ideal, right? So, like, this is a great time for her to lose. Meanwhile, Bianca Belair's got so little going on, the win will at least present the illusion of momentum. 
Oh, she's got the new TV show coming. She's going to go to the Rumble and win it. She's going to go and headline WrestleMania yet again. So, that, like, I see no reason for Bailey to win this match. But, 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 in terms of leaving Damage Katarl right now, uh, I kind of can't see it happening until after the Rumble. I think the the road to WrestleMania for these wrestlers will feel a lot clearer after the Rumble. Obviously, that goes without saying. But for Bailey, especially, if she's won the Rumble, and she keeps them on strings about, yeah, 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 I'm going to challenge Ripley. And he was like, we'll do it then. Yeah, yeah, next week. Or, or whatever. And, like, for whatever reason, there's just she's not got round to, like, announcing who she's going to face. And he was like, why are you not just... And then my fantasy booking of revealing that she's been doing Duolingo on the side and she's learned... <laughs> I to, do like that. She's learned to speak Japanese, and for weeks and weeks she's heard what they've all been saying about her behind her back, and I'm not going to take this Neo at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And then she... I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania in Japanese. Points at the sign. We all go nuts. There ain't no winners. Side pony. Oh, my God. Whole deal. Got um, um, started watching a lot of Miss Rachel videos, obviously, with uh, with Eric. First words and stuff. I've it, seen these. This, uh, oh God, I'd like... Scott, also of this parish, also expecting a baby, he was asking yeah. me something the other day, and I was like, oh God, I can't remember because it was eight years ago. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so old. Who's Miss Rachel? Uh, she just does like, uh, can you... Uh, um, can you say mama, mama? Can you say mama's name? Okay. You'd be saying dad's name first of anything. <laughs> um, I'll show you a picture. Are you clipping it? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, there's a second, there's a dada version. Mm. Well, we'll fast forward through the first bit. <laughs> but again, major uh, Bailey vibes from oh, Miss yeah, Rachel. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, you in the CBeebies yet? No, not yet. It's one of those ones where you, it's. I don't really want to give him too much screen time anyway. Yeah, I mean, he's just happy looking at a ball, to be honest, right now. Take advantage of that while you can. Yeah. Give up the ghost eventually. Um, but um, <laughs> I will say, <laughs> last night, I can't remember, we were doing something, so we were just like, and he was getting a bit fidgety. It was just before mm. bath time. So we just put that on for like two minutes. It's just as a... So we're, not, we're not bad parents. No, no, Miss Rachel. Miss right? Rachel. <laughs> but obviously she's like, um, uh, like, I've been in the garden. Look what I found. What do you think this is? And there's me going, Acorn. There you are. She's like, she's not asking you. That's a pine cone. Miss Rachel, that's a pine cone. That's a pine <laughs> cone, Miss Rachel. I, uh, like, it must it's, must still exist somewhere in the back of, of my brain as like a, a screensaver music. But, like, CBeebies, if and when you do find your way with that. And Louisa like, start getting to the bedtime stories thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for Eric, just like, you know, when uh, really handsome actors do oh, it. Oh, and instead. it really takes the edge off the day as well. Like, in the Night Garden was, like, there's a bit at the end where, like, one of the little characters floats off in a boat and you just like, oh, I wish I was the boat. <laughs> like, for non-sex reasons. Like, it just looks so peaceful. Yeah. If you're like, you know, you sleep deprived or whatever. And um, I, like, there's a, a goodbye song on CB every day, and it starts off like, goodbye, son, now that the day is gone, it's going to be nighttime soon. Any parents listening will already be going through this. And for years, obviously, I knew this inside and out. It was often this, like, moment of, oh, you've nearly defeated Yeah, you day. nearly made it. Yeah. And uh, looks like we made it. It was, it was going through my head. And then you know that episode of The Office where Andy Bernard can't remember the end of that advert? Well, give me a break, give me a break, break me off a piece of that. And <laughs> Jim won't let them tell him. And he's got like football cream, <laughs> fancy feast. And he's got, yeah. and by the way, like in England, this is totally weird to us because the actual answer is Kit Kat bar. Yeah. And we don't call it a Kit Kat no, no, bar. No. Uh, it's a Kit Kat. 
Like Kit Kat bar with like it's the you words said, that's, you know, get you a Kit Kat bar, you'd be like, huh? What what have they made a new one? Yeah. Like they made it. I did send you a picture of the Kit Kat cereal the other day. You know, I've already had it. Had it, had I, it I knew you had it. I just had wanted it, to make sure. I just wanted it to cover off. Had it over Christmas. I'm a cereal hipster. It was available in the um in an Iceland. This it was available in an Iceland that was within a branch of the range. Ooh. And I was like, ah, a little cereal treasure chest. That's where I got those s'mores cereal. B&M's got a good selection as well, hasn't it? Does, it? it does, yeah, and affordable. Farm foods are still the go compromise for all of the above. Anyway, it was in my head, that uh, CBB song, and I, cu- I couldn't remember it. And I was like, oh, God, it's been eight years. Mm. And I got home last night, and I mentioned this to my wife. And then without like looking on YouTube, neither of us could do it. And it was like, and it's uh, time for the moon. Go to sleep. (laughs) It's like none of it. Like it's like, why was that? Like, is that like a parenting milestone? So like, my children are sort of like one's about to turn eleven. We're quite a way removed from that era, Uh, but I'm pretty sure it'll still be on CBeebies. Like you know, uh, what is it? Uh, Form is temporary, class is permanent. Exactly. CBeebies is is there for it. Like you'll get into it. And stuff like the be- like the bedtime song, the stories, how um, like reliable the television is, is in contrast to like YouTube. Because like at some point you're going to be watching Miss Rachel, right? And she's going to be like, A is for acorn, B is for ball, C is for cat, and D is for dog, E is for everything, F is for. F- <laughs> and like, what the? <laughs> and then you can remember that these like unregulated YouTubers, not including us, subscribe. Like, can really cause some problems. <laughs> yeah. then, let me go to the goddamn BBC. <laughs> my license fee will protect my children. Yeah. And it's just, it's so, in terms of that screen time where you need it as a proper, like, just just sit there. Yeah. <laughs> just go over there. It's like the BBC is the, is the steady hand on the wheel. It's a goat, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, Mr. Tumble, goated. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm so, like, whatever's going on the CBB's house, safe. Yeah, you know where you're at with CBB's house. The day they leave for YouTube Kids is uh, I, what I can only imagine is like I'm leaving home. <laughs> so, honestly, <laughs> um, but yeah, without without question, regardless of what happens tonight, Bianca Belair beats Bailey. I think. Yeah. What if alternative suggestion? Because we've got what three Smackdowns, mm-hmm. so no Bailey next week. Return of old Bailey potentially on the Smackdown just before the Rumble, or just the old the Bailey is that her NXT character as the judge. <laughs> So she loses tonight. Damage guitar, you're guilty. My big, my big concern. Speedball old Bailey. Watching this SmackDown on Saturday morning. Yeah. Is if going to... One, K-O-D. One, two, three. I'm on my own. Why is there five minutes left on this? Uh-oh, yeah. Bianca Belair celebrates. Oh, Bailey. Oh, my bloody neck or whatever. Damage control come down. And they go, she goes, bloody hell. I'll tell you what, though. Don't you worry, I've figured it out and I'll get it done at the Rumble. And they're like, I'm sure you will, talking Japanese. I'm sure you will, Bailey. And they all go, hey, hey, are you all right? Come here, hey? EO Sky, nice little hug for Bailey. Yeah. Asuka, nice little hug for Bailey. Kairi Sane, nice little hug for Bailey. Dakota Kai, nice little hug for Bailey. Dakota, why aren't you letting go? Uh oh. Missed in the face. Oh, Bailey to belly. Bailey to belly. If Dakota's yeah, all if right she's to all do right. it. Followed by everyone shitting their finisher on her. Oh, man. That's pretty great, you know. And then you don't get the return until the Rumble, and it's the music as well. Number 30. You get the Bailey music, and nothing. no one comes out. Like the heel not the Not the Dolph Ziggler. Remember the Dolph Ziggler? I saw this the other day. They're like, I'm here to show you. Number 30. Are you kidding me with this, Dolph? 
But if it was just like, Bailey Bullies go, Derek, I'm fucking What are they called? Grown tubes. Love them. <laughs> We've got no Bailey Bullies. Should we get some for the rumble? Stacks of grown Yes. Where do you get them from other than theme park merchandise <laughs> shops? Because every time, every summer, it's like at least one day trip. My wife and I'll take the boys to a, a theme park and we'll go in the like little gift shop afterwards and I'll find them. Have you found them on Amazon for like yeah, 10, for, 10 for a quid or something? <laughs> the one with the giraffe head on it there. Five pounds. There you go, one pound eighty five. Should we expense like about two hundred and two more Oh, I do like those ones as well, that like century ones that you can yeah. spin round. Right, we'll get some for the rumble. It's like um like glow sticks at an EDM fest. Yeah. Uh, Wade Barrett was talking about what we use grown cheese. Um, we could also get a return on tonight's SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It feels like we're going to because you've got Wacky Wild, he of the oh my God. spot from NXT of the week. Go and check that out if you haven't seen it already. And Cruz del Toro, the mm-hmm. LWO uh, versus Santos Escobar's new best mates, Umberto Carrillo and Ankel Garza. They obviously brawled off on yep. last week's show as uh, Santos was in the final of the US title tournament won by Kevin Owens. The graphic sort of gave this away for me because it was like Umberto, Ankel, and Santos in the background. And I'm like, who could be the third person? They did this <laughs> on NXT. They were like, well, the only we need a new partner because Dragon Lee's not here anymore. Who could it's dra- It's going to be Carlito. Yeah. Carlito's coming back, isn't he? He is. He's already been back on NXT, but obviously not everyone watches that. My, they should, but they don't. My memory should be more alive than this, considering that we're well into the second week of January now. Did... Um, Santos Escobar and Carlito get round to that singles match or not? I don't think so. No, I didn't think so yet. too. I, like, I feel like it was because it was came amongst like the the big Christmas mess. I, I'm sure they didn't. Like, I don't know if you check Carlito's cage match and you find the singles match on TV at least. Um, uh, Bobby Lashley beat Carlito on that SmackDown. Yeah, remember that. Um, then they they're just house shows followed by New Year's Eve yeah. against the No Quarter Catch Crew. So that feels like like I expect. Santos, uh, Santos and his new pals to get the win over the LWO here, but mainly to it's match to build the match stuff for Carlito. Look, I don't want to, um, I don't want to piss on your parade specifically, nor anybody else's that's enjoying Santos Escobar at the moment. It's gone a little, a little bit cold. Yeah, I would say at the moment. I'd, I have a lot of faith that they're going to get back to Rey Mysterio, but Rey and it, Dom and Bad Bunny in my book. Well, indeed, Rey is the beating heart of this thing. Yeah, because that was how the heel turn was as effective as it was. And oh, look, he's injured at the end of the day. It'd be really, really, really stupid to have a wrestler out there supposedly involved in a massive storyline, completely injured and unable to walk. Like if he's on crutches or he's out there in a wheelchair or something like that and you've launched in this massive angle, it'd be so counterproductive and thick to do that. Don't know my reviews out now, technically. Yeah. At time of, not at time of recording. But. Um, so I'm not suggesting that Ray's out there, but... He is the emotional core of this Santos yeah. Escobar turn. And, I, like, I would have Santos win, and I would have him attack Carlito and Carlito vow revenge next week or whatever, and just say, and you want more of that, see you at the Royal Rumble. Yes. And have, if Ray's fit to return for that, great. If he's not, have Ray, like, have something to do with his elimination. Hold the crutch to get the top. I don't know. Like, just, but Santos wins tonight, pretends that he's not got some afters with Carlito, even though that singles match is obviously still to come. And then just say, well, yeah, count me in for the Rumble. Like, I'm moving on. Like, I've exercised my demons in the LWO. I've put Rey Mysterio out forever. And 
the next time you're going to see me on a stage this big is going to be at WrestleMania. Something like that. Like, every wrestler that can should be bothered about yeah. winning the Royal Rumble. Yes. That's proper booking of a Rumble. Um, Speaking of kind of getting people back on track, Cameron Grimes, you know my love for him. Mm. Uh, he kind of lost his way since moving to SmackDown, though. Great start, obviously, beating Corbin in like three seconds or whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> but the match last week was set up by him just laughing at the fact that Logan Paul had got clobbered by KO. Mm. Facing Grayson Waller tonight, is this a thing of Grayson Waller just just gets a victory because he's you know he just lost on NXT, so he needs another W? Is it you know what we're going to hook uh, Cameron Grimes' wagon to to Kevin Owens so they can have some fun stuff in the interim whilst Logan Paul's presumably just waiting till till the Rumble? Yeah, we were looking for. Um well, we were looking for that specifically, I think, weren't we? Something for, like, so Owens and Logan Paul is the rumble for the US mm-hmm. title. So that theoretically rules Owens out of the rumble. Yes. So that's like another, they're doing a good job. Oh, my God, we've got a gazillion baby faces. And in Orton, Ellie Knight and Owens, we've just managed to organically lift three out of the rumble mm-hmm. to sort of solve our problem. Um, I could well see, I think we might have discussed this last week, we were needing a third man, were we not, for a bit of a knockabout tag match in Australia with A-Town Down Under and Logan Paul yes. versus Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and a plus one. Grimes? I I'd love that. Don't hate you. it. Like, it's tricky because Waller, again, do you just go with him as a baby face or do you, like, you give him a big match, but it's how do you, I, I prefer the idea of being like, I'm home in Australia and I can't wait to get back to my new home in the United yes. States yeah. of America. Yeah. yeah. Because Ripley's going to get the genuine exactly, hometown pop. Exactly, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Like, So I think that's like a really good knockabout six-man um, because I'm assuming that Logan, Paul, and Kevin Owens will be the end of that at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. So six-man at Elimination Chamber keeps Logan's powder dry until whatever he's doing for WrestleMania reveals mm-hmm. itself. LA Knight, you still think? LA Knight and Logan yes. Paul for the bail? Um, and maybe this folds Grimes in. He loses tonight. He loses tonight. Grayson Waller. With the help of Austin Theory. Yeah, that, that little, like that, Sort of little click needs a win, I think. Um, but maybe this is what gets Grimes going again. The thing is, like, last week, and we're going to talk about him in a second. Well, we're going to talk about multiple people in a second. I was kind of crediting SmackDown with, I don't think half of these ideas are going to work, but I'm quite impressed that Triple H is trying to find stuff for these guys. They're that not just doing uh, you face you for yeah, a, a yeah. nothing match that people forget about. It it is, this is not me coming on a podcast and saying that, like, the, the big stable is going to be, like, they're going to take over WWE, but it's, like, it's a worthy failure if it fails. Grimes the same. You mentioned them. What do you think is next for Final Testament? <laughs> That is the, uh, they named the file the trademark for the other day. I Presumably the new name of Karen Cross, Scarlet, Paul Ettering, and AOP. And my first thing would be a trip to that website where you can press name generator and just uh, click it and see if a new one, fine, 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 we'll get used to it, final testament. I don't know. I, I'm going to let it play out for approximately three weeks. Maybe I'll put, uh, maybe my final testament will be a counter on these. It is cheesy, it is silly, it is Karen Cross, and yet it is a, as of right now, a yet another noble attempt to get crossover in a product that I just don't think he ever will. They've been given this newly baby-faced Street Profits Bobby Lashley trio as their mm-hmm. first feud. I wouldn't say that that group was so over that they can pass something on. I think they still need their... It feels to me like they still need their first big coming-out party as a trio because we mm-hmm. spent weeks where Bobby Lashley was just saying, you, you crap. Montez, like you're absolutely rubbish, Angelo. Why have I partnered with you? Only now are we seeing them as baby faces. But yeah, there'll be a brawl. 
probably all six will be in the Rumble. AOP might try and help cross win it. Maybe. Like, Bobby Lashley's in it. Yeah. So like, this might be a way to get all six in the Rumble and then you have a match, a, a six-man at Elimination Chamber or something. I'm, I'm just going to let, like, I've not got high hopes. I don't like the... Um, the aesthetic, but a lot of people do. A lot of people like like the house of whack might make it in WWE. Who knows? I've gone on and band name generator, right? Mm-hmm. You can help me fill this in and we can come up with a new name. Okay. So it says generator band name. Tell us a bit about your band. Two adjectives to describe it. All right. Right. I've written evil for the first one. Two. Yeah. Why don't you just well, let's be as authentic as we can with this group. Authors and pain. Okay. Authors. Right. Pain. Lead yep. uh, the lead member's first name. I've already filled that in. Carrion. Yeah. A place that has significance to your band. I've written hell. Uh, oh, I was going to say that place. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it as hell. Hell's fine. Hell's fine. A singular noun. For example, heart guitar drum kit. <laughs> glove. 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 There's glove lot. A plural noun. E.g., hearts, guitars, drums. They're not really thinking about this much. Uh, oh. Oh. Uh, what's the the time? The go back to the first one. Change authors for evil and put authors in as a plural noun. Okay. What's the, the name of the... the Hourglass. Hourglass, okay, we'll remember that. Uh, a verb ending in I-N-G, not an adjective. Verb, mm. rocking, rapping, singing. DJing. Wicked, wicked cross dragon. DJing. Uh, okay. A day, month, or season. For example, Monday, February, or autumn. Winter. Okay, winter is coming. <laughs> uh, an animal. <laughs> you want to take the take the EEG here? I'll give you three guesses for the three animals. They've uh, run the gamut. Dog. Okay. Cat. Fish. <laughs> no, butterfly, gerbil, goat. <laughs> well, nobody... Goat, it has to be goat, sure. Yeah. Nobody uh, in this group's oh, goat. Okay, goats. Okay, a group of people, for example... Again. <laughs> for example, plumbers, Australians, preachers. <laughs> Coven. Okay. Is that is it C-O-V-E-N, I think that okay. is? A colour. Black. Black. A number greater than one. Six, six, six. Okay, we'll put six. A part of the body. Uh, neck. Neck. Let's see if this works. So excited for this. <laughs> so many choices. <laughs> Read them out. Let's spe- speed round some. Six times evil. <laughs> Great. Pain winter. <laughs> I love that. Pain winter. Okay. Pain winter is the current front runner. I think the AI might have gone a bit. Carrion eats the glove. <laughs> no. Uh, Lord of the evil goats. <laughs> <laughs> New front runner. Lord. Of- no, because that's just carrying, isn't it? <laughs> Actually, I think we might have found it because of what we pointed out with Paul Ellering and uh, Scarlett. Uh-huh. Mega Glove! <laughs> <laughs> Love how the website's gone, right? The glove is the most important thing here. Yeah. <laughs> I like Pain Winner and Mega Glove. Oh. <laughs> I also like <laughs> the kinds of songs these might record. Master of Hell, obviously. Yep. Uh our winter goats. <laughs> and my two favourites, our evil glove love. <laughs> or, if I was your evil glove. That's a YouTube comment. I wish I was the evil glove. <laughs> so we're going with, 
I think Pain Winter or there was another one. I like Mega Glove. Mega Glove. I like Mega Glove. Yeah, we'll go with Mega Glove. Uh, and based on what a lot of wrestlers think, and I don't know how the Iowa caucuses are going to go down, they could switch to Mega Glove. <laughs> If there's any kind of terrible change this November. Well, uh, let us know your thoughts ahead Go of... Another Smackdown tick, tick, tick. What's on the docket, Wilborn? So, t- tonight on Smackdown, you've got Grayson Waller versus Cameron Grimes. Potential return of Carlito with the uh, LWO taking on Roberto Carrillo and Angel Garza. Potentially the beginning and the end of Roman Reigns. And, of course, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. The SmackDown preview. It's got all this and so much more. <laughs> including Mega Glove. Let's know your thoughts on X at What Culture WWE. Uh, watch, they can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture <laughs> WWE. Subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts. The uh, AW Collision preview coming later on today and Wrestle Culture with the hashtag Bloody Good Quiz. And we'll be back on Monday to review SmackDown. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamflet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.